It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yes, we're back. It is 94 WIP. My name is John Marks. And joining us right now, I call him BLG. I should ask you to give a, you know, the, the Dr. Dre song, It's the DRE. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world because he's the BLG. And he's back at Bleeding Green Nation and his role's expanded now because now is he is he running that? He's doing stuff for SB Nation because he's uh, one of the one of the, the best guys on the beat in the city, and uh, and I love him. Bleeding Green Nation Radio, he does it all. His name's Brandon Lee Gowton, and he joins us right now on the Sports Culleton Hotline. What's up, BLG? What's going on, John? Thanks, man, and congrats to you too on the new job. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. You know why? Because we actually have some teams that look like that. There's they have some upside with the Sixers and the Eagles and Carson Wentz, and we have some stuff to talk about. Starting with the Eagles, free agency less than a month away. But before free agency starts, the team has some big decisions. And I just want to kind of do some rapid-fire names I'm going to throw at you. You tell me what you think. Sound good? Sounds good. Kelsey, is he back or do they cut him? I think more likely than not cut. That's what a lot of people are saying. Hmm. Why Why so? Why do you think? You think that they already have a replacement? They think that the replacement's actually maybe better? I think they're very high in Isaac Sumalo, who they drafted last year in the third round. And I also think his salary is just too high, and he's been struggling the past couple of years. I just think it's hard to justify bringing him back. I know he means a lot to the team, but it's just going to be hard from the fact that he struggled. Jason Peters. Definitely back. Definitely back. No question. Back at a discounted price or back at a restructured contract? I he's not going to take a pay cut. I don't. <laughs> there's no reason why he would. He's being paid like the 11th highest paid left tackle in the league, and I think that's a very fair price for Jason Peters. No, and that it is. Be, and that number could even go down. You know, if other guys sign contracts here, he could end up like 13th or something. So that's more than fair. I think if anything, maybe they move some money around, restructure it, make it a little more uh, friendly to the Eagles, where they can clear up cap this year. But he's definitely back. But here's how I look at Peters, Brandon. Is that I would if if I bring him back this year, I I want him for 2018. So you bring him back, you do something to maneuver so it's less of a cap hit this year, and you bring him back. So keep him for two years. Bringing him back, in my opinion, for one year just doesn't make sense. Like if you know you're gonna just just move on now 
Because, I mean, here's the thing. It has nothing to do with Jason Peters. He's still a good player. The amount of money that he's that he's being paid isn't ridiculous for a left tackle. He's productive enough. He's certainly productive enough. He showed that last year. I don't know if he was as good as a lot of people are saying, but he's certainly productive enough. The big issue for me is how much money Lane Johnson is. You're paying two left tackles, essentially. $21 million, and it's not like that. Howie's skipping at other positions. He's throwing out money. He threw out money to everybody last year. It's too much money for both of them. You have to keep Jason Peters, uh, just beyond football even, just on the field performance. This guy means so much to the organization. Just being around the team and seeing how other players gravitate towards him. Like Jason Peters is a guy who he's been in the league so long at this point. He doesn't have to be out there after practice helping these young guys learn the game. He doesn't need to do that. He does it anyway because he cares and he wants to win. Coaches love him. Players love him. He just brings so much value, I think, from a locker room standpoint. And then on the field, obviously, like I said, still playing, I think, at a good level. Not in his prime, of course, but I think he's still a really good player. Really good player. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, and, and I would agree with you on both counts. If one player goes, it's Kelsey, and they and they bring back Peters. And I, I, I would, I'd be scared to death to even ask him to take a pay cut. So who knows if that's even accurate. <laughs> Howie certainly didn't go to him and say, hey, Jason, you want to take a couple million dollars less to come back? Yeah, that would that would be a conversation that kind of goes like uh, no, and then maybe <laughs> maybe move. I think the point of that kind of report, that thing that got out, that's something where the Eagles are going to say, "Hey, do you want to take a pay cut?" And he's going to say no, and then maybe the dialogue goes from there. Okay, well, what can we do to to shift money around and free up some cap space? Agreed. Brandon Lee Gowton joins us. BLG. All right, some free agent stuff here. Let me throw a couple names out at you. Tell me whether you think it's legit or not, or the Eagles would be interested. Alshon Jeffrey, legit. Legit. Interesting. Legit. Would you would you be interested? It's obviously there's risk there with the injury and the suspension uh, and all of that, but he's he's really talented. He's great size. He's only twenty six. <laughs> Eagles need so much help at wide receiver. I think, you know, they're going to have interest in him. Man, see I would I wouldn't go anywhere near him. I wouldn't. I mean you're right. He's talented and we've seen that. And he's not old. It's not like you're talking about a thirty year thirty one year old guy. He's twenty six years old, but you can't in my opinion, at this point you can't afford to have a guy that's not going to be out on the field. And he's going to cost real money to to bring back. I think he goes back to Chicago, but you do think the Eagles have interest. I do think uh there's a chance there. I mean he's the top free agent on the market. Look, we saw Howie Roseman talk about it after the season that, you know, they're going into the draft and you kinda almost not that he ruled them out taking a wide receiver. I don't think he really did that. I just think he kind of set it up the way where, like, look, we can't just take a guy in the first round and that's it. That's not going to be good enough. You know, we need guys who can make an impact right now, who can step in right now and actually catch a ball for Carson Wentz. And I think Alshon Jeffrey could be that guy. Well, you're right. You do need somebody. You can't you can't go into the season with the slop that you had right there. And Howie Roseman knows that. And it's going to be tough to get immediate help in the draft. So they're going to have to spend, and they're going to have to spend real money to get one of those guys. All right, so let's go. I think Terrell Pryor has the highest ceiling of any any of the players at wide receiver, but he also has a bust factor. I think he goes back to the Browns as well. Do you think the Eagles have any interest in him? I think there might be interest. But I just I don't see any way he gets out of Cleveland. They have so much cap space. They can tag him. I just don't see why he's not leaving. He leave. Yeah, he's not leaving. Who is the other wide receiver that you think would be the next guy that they would go? You think Deshaun and Kenny Stills is uh, is legit? I think Deshaun, it's a little bit harder. He's going to be 30. You look at what Howie Roseman said again. He talked about guys who they can kind of build with for the future. And I don't know if Deshaun really fits that category. I'm sure they might have some discussions with him. But I think a guy like Kenny Stills, he's only 24. He's a deep threat. He mm-hmm. might not break the bank, especially for a guy like compared to Deshaun and his age. 
it, it sounds like Kenny Stills might be a more ideal fit for him or for them. Yeah, you're right because he's been durable. He like he's never. I don't think he's going to catch a 90 ball. So I don't know if you have the high upside. But what you're going to get with him is a guy that's on the field that can stretch the field. Because the biggest thing right now is you and, and you need a guy that's going to help Car- Carson Wentz. You don't need to get a superstar, but you need a guy that can stretch the field or that can actually make some plays. They don't have playmakers on this offense. They have nobody. That's that's exactly the problem. You looked at this Eagles offense last year. It took these long drives. It took these Carson Wentz throwing like 67 times a game or whatever it was just to, to try to move the ball down the field. They need guys who can get yardage and chunk plays, and Kenny Stills is exactly one of those players. Who are your running backs next year? And you think if Dalvin Cook is there... At 14, and I, this, I hear this more than anything else, and I, corner's the biggest need, and I think that's where they go. But it'd be really tough to pass him up because he helps you in the running game and the passing game, and he's a playmaker on offense. But where do you think they, what, what do you think they do with running back? Personally, I am not opposed to taking a Dalvin Cook in the first round if that guy is there. You saw how much impact a running back can have on a team. Just looking at the Cowboys this year, yes. uh, obviously it's not going to be the same kind of player, but still, I think you know there's it's a explosive. lot of value in the running game. Yep. But um, uh, I, I don't think they go Dalvin Cook there. I just think you look at the way Howie Roseman and Andy Reid and these kind of guys from that school of thought have valued running backs, and it just hasn't been the first round guys. No, you go defensive end, you go corners. Even I think in today's game, you go wide receivers because it's such a passing game. But you're right, and, and you and you look at you can you can get a good running back in the first round. Who who are the running backs next year? Are, do they go status quo? Maybe take a guy in later rounds, or are you looking at a three headed monster with the guys they had at the end of last year? You know, it's a really good question because we know Ryan Matthews isn't going to be back. Uh, we don't even know if he's ever going to play again. Yeah, you know, he had a neck injury. Uh, his cap figure is obviously makes it that he's going to be cut. Uh, then you have Wendell Smallwood, who I don't really think showed enough to be a lead back at all. So you have him in the rotation there, but there's no guarantee. He's going to be a big part of the operation moving forward. And then Darren Sproles is going to be 34. So obviously he's not a lead guy either, and he never has been. So they're going to really have to do something serious to address this running back position. Might do it later on down. I agree. Brandon Lee Gowton from Bleeding Green Nation. He's back. Now, Brandon, you, you left to go to Philly Mag. And you were with Philly Mag for I don't even know how long. And, of course, the, the alums of Philly Mag – uh, were Tim McManus and Shio Kapadia, who now work for ESPN, covering the Seahawks and the Eagles, respectively. So it was like it was a great move for you, and I was happy for you. Then all of a sudden, they're like, "All right, we're out." So it's like, "Man, BLG, what's going on with them?" But you're back, man. I saw your tweet out today. Congratulations, going home to to Bleeding Green. It's great. Thanks, John Mars. So, man, quickly, what's the story with you? Because I, I I didn't know this that you got your start because you know comment sections of Philly dot com and Crossing Broad. It's not somewhere where I'll go near. All right, because mm-hmm. it, because undoubtedly I'm going to get ripped, and I don't necessarily want to see that. But you got your start. Is this true? Commenting on that particular site. It's true. I just signed up for an account in 2010. Kind of just just was on the site and hanging out and joining the comments. Eventually, uh, there's a section on the site we have called Fan Post where you can kind of put together your own yeah. articles as if they were on the front page. I uh, did a really good job with those. Got attention from. The writing staff there, and then before you know it, I was writing for the front page myself. Yes, you are. Now you're running things and SB Nation and everything else. Last thing, when you look at the Eagles for next season, what is next season for them? Like, what is, not the expectation, because I don't think that's a fair question right now. You don't know exactly what they're going to have. But, what, like, what is, is next season? Is Are you treating next season as as a growth year 
and you're looking down the line. Because I, I figured I, I, I wrote this actually on PhillyFootballTalk.com, which is the Phil, which is the the Eagles blog that I'm trying to start. Much how you got your start hmm. in bleeding green, but like I look at legitimately, and I see 2020 as the year I'm almost targeting as the year that you want to say, all right, now we're good enough to actually compete. I think. When you look at the progress of NFL players, that biggest jump is from year one to year two. And Carson Wentz is going to be in that position. I think we need to see you know, significant growth out of him. And that's what I think uh, this offseason is going to be all about, getting him weapons, getting him a running back, getting him wide receivers, getting him help so they can help his progression and then have a glimpse of what this team can be. Maybe they're not going to be a great team, but maybe you see that progress with Carson Wentz and you're going to feel really good about it. Yeah, because they have a lot of work to do. We know it. It's not just going to be one draft. Like I, I had a caller earlier that said they need to make a big splash in free agency. Well, no, they, they just need to get better this year because then they have another offseason that they need to deal with. Howie's got a lot of work to do. He absolutely does, and this offseason is going to be really interesting. BLG, how do we follow you on Twitter? Follow me on Twitter, at Brandon Gowton. Also, you can check out the at Bleeding Green account for Bleeding Green Nation. My man, I'll talk to you. Congratulations again. Thanks, man. Take it easy. All right, there he is, BLG. It's the BLG.